the end of the week. But the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 101.9. You ready? The Fox. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's going to be a big one because, Lewis, during the week, there's a food revolution that has started. Doritos have released a new product. I know. We asked. They answered. I don't think anyone asked. And also, (laughs) they haven't talked to us either. Yeah. So, we've got a lot of questions. Get Doritos on the line. (laughs) Got a lot of questions. We got no answers. But if you are Doritos, 131060, give us a call and we'll grill you. And also... Uh, you went to a concert last night, Lewis, and had a bit of a conundrum. Yes, I did. I almost got into a battle, and we're going to be talking about that after this. Odd this place is... to battle someone. Mate, you don't know what type of concert it was. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Luke, I went to a Halsey concert last night. Are you yep. familiar with her? I am. Yeah, she's released like one of these music. bangers. Yeah, so she's notoriously bad at love, luckily. She's made up for it with the talent of singing. <laughs> Good on her. Yeah. So, uh, went to the Halsey concert. And obviously concert. she attracts those who have the same unfortune yes. with love, yes. such as yourself. Actually, no. you went with your girlfriend. Actually, I'm very good at love because I got Halsey tickets as a present for my girlfriend Ooh. on Christmas. So, <laughs> mm. I'm good. At, I'm not going to do it. Mm. <laughs> good at love, bad at singing. It's almost ironic. Yeah. An ironic present then. I'm essentially the opposite of Halsey also because she's, I can't sing and she's very short. She's about yeah. five foot one. I'm and also, she's very successful and yes. well, you I'm, know. I'm on Sunday nights on Fox. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm six foot eight, so I'm very, very tall. And so is my girlfriend. She's six foot one. So... We went to the concert and we were in the seating section. Why do you people leave the house? You ruin it for the rest of us at concerts. I, well, here's the thing. It is quite rude of me to go to a concert. It is. Stay indoors where you belong. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, but anyone anyone standing behind me, I feel sorry for them. And this happened at the Halsey concert. So we're in the seating section and then people in front of us stood up. So we're like, oh, well, we got to stand up. And so me and my girlfriend stand up and destroyed the night. Lewis the is six foot us. eight. Yeah, I'm six foot eight. My girl is six foot one. So we're just a giant wall of back that, mm. and of just constant and ruining back. Yeah, the people just stare at your neck all night. They didn't pay 150 bucks to see that. I know. I mean, that could, that could be a side hustle of mine, but I haven't found any clients yet. Yeah, because <laughs> no one wants that. Yeah, so you've ruined someone's night. Yeah, so we were the second last row. So two, one person in particular copped it. because So think you she didn't was... really lash out for the tickets too much, did you? Mate. Well, you were talking up a big game. Mate, I told you. Fox didn't on. get standing. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm not going to get standing. <laughs> I would have get punched in the back of the head. Right. That would have been rude. Um, now, so what happened was about halfway through the concert, my girlfriend, my, my girlfriend loves Halsey. So she's dancing and moving around and I wasn't dancing too much because I'm conscious of the people behind us. Mm. But then my girlfriend gets a tap on her shoulder from the girl behind us and she goes, hey, I don't want to be rude, but I can't see anything. Can you please not move? <laughs> <laughs> That's like... Respect to her, because that, that takes courage yeah. to ask someone that. I Last night at a comedy show, I was stuck behind a guy who was about 6'4", mm. couldn't say anything. I just put my neck out for an entire hour trying to watch the show. I didn't have the courage to say anything to him. Yeah. And it ruined my night. But well, like, she didn't tap me on the shoulder. She tapped my girlfriend. Okay. So she's like, she picked the, the smaller of the two. Yep. Um, and so my girlfriend just stood at attention for the whole concert, just stood incredibly still, and so did I. Um, and I can't really figure out who's the rude person. Is it me or is it the person who told us to stop dancing or is it just... I don't think anyone's in the wrong. Mm. I just think it's a series of unfortunate events where you're genetically in the wrong. 
it's genetically well, being the wrong. That's a slippery slope. Well, it's it's your parents' <laughs> fault, and their parents' fault. You know what I mean? It's yeah. your ancestors' fault. Yeah, right. Is why this girl's night's been ruined because mm. you're just too tall. Because it, it's not really your fault. You've bought a ticket like everyone else. You can yeah. therefore should be able to have the same enjoyment. I didn't rock up on still, and so it's I was all- just born this way, Lady <laughs> Gaga. Yes, <laughs> and she's happened to be the only, like, really, how many people are at this concert? About 3,000? Yeah, more, 8,000. So, 8,000. So very unlucky that she had to be stuck behind the one guy there we who tried was to fix it. We tried to fix it. I, we offered to swap with her, but then she was like, oh, I'd love to, but I'm here by myself. Mm. I mean, really, that's what you get for going to a concert by yourself. <laughs> Yeah, she deserves it. She's in the wrong. Yeah, Get went... some friends. Uh, <laughs> and she wouldn't have had this situation. Exactly. Yeah. She's bad at friends. <laughs> we are sitting, standing here with uh, a dilemma on our hands. Yes. It's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, it, I think this debate was going to shock you guys. Well, Doritos have released a new biscuit today. Whoa. Mm, oh, okay. Cracker. They're... they're calling it a cracker. Yeah. And this is where the dilemma lies. Yes. They are calling this a cracker. It's called the new Doritos cracker. It comes in uh, various different flavors. We've got Cheese Supreme. What have you got? I've got uh, tech, Texan BBQ. So you wouldn't barbecue a biscuit or a cracker. So maybe this is actually a meat product. And so we've been... From Texas. <laughs> I don't think it's a meat product. I'll now, I haven't tried out. it yet. To describe it to uh, in your cars or wherever you're listening, it is, I would say, a triangle shape. Well, I would say that a triangle and is a shape. <laughs> I was referring to the biscuit shapes. Right, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is it is it is very similar to shapes. They're coming in on the shapes market. Yeah. Which really leads us to what's a shape? Is that I a biscuit? Think it's is shape. that a cracker? Well, yeah, we've been debating this all afternoon. I think these are bickies. Not a biscuit, not, not a cracker. A, okay. It's a bicky. We need to get down to the bottom of our terminology. Okay. What's a, what's a biscuit? I would say a biscuit is a Tim Tam mm. or an Anzac Cookie. I oh, call, it's a cookie. Nah, I, a biscuit. <laughs> the the perfect example of a biscuit is those aren't shortbread fingers. That's a biscuit. Scotch fingers. Yeah, Scotch fingers. That's a biscuit. biscuit. Oh, a Monte Carlo. That's a biscuit. Mm, yeah, that's a fancy biscuit actually. What's a bicky though? A bicky is something a little bit less serious. A Doritos. <laughs> this what yeah. we're holding now. That's a bicky. I would say a Savoy is a bicky because it's baked, not Savoy's fried, as cracker, they brag about, mate. Uh, well, these these are baked and not fried, and I think a cracker is something that cracks. And if you turn up your radios, guys. Just crack, great little crack. Or did so, it big? I know. I'm just having it now. Is it good? Um, tastes like a shape. So I think the real question is: This tastes like a Dorito. Mm. So not surprising. It's a Dorito cracker. <laughs> I think. Hmm. Mm, I don't think it's anything. I think it's its own entity. Right. Well, where did where Radio Mike, our button pusher, you got these from the supermarket? Where did what section did you find these in? They weren't in a section. They were in like a little stack next to all the milk. Oh, yeah. so they're a cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so not even the supermarket can categorise these biscuits slash crackers slash Dorito things. Stop playing games, Doritos. We want to know the answer. Okay. Is it a big? So really, they're just in limbo mm. at the supermarket. If you've got a thought on this, let us know. You can call the show anytime on 131060. I think it's just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm shocked that they've released this, first of all, because they were going so well with just Doritos. And now they've thrown this new spatter in the works. It's just a shape. You know, that's it. It's shapes. It's shapes. It's rip-off shapes. The yeah. poor man's shapes. All right. Well. Not a great ad for Doritos, but 
hey, be more specific with your product and we wouldn't have to review this on air. I do like this. So it's basically just a shape. So over the next few months, we're going to get down to the bottom of whether a shape is a bicky or a cracker. So mm. if you've got any input on it. I think it, a shape's a bicky. Well, that's a whole a other cracker. thing. Right. We're going to fight over this during the song. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and I are talking about the new Doritos product that is claiming to be a cracker but we mm. don't necessarily it's agree. It's just unclear because it's supposed to be a shape. Mm. And I have went into the Arnott's website. Shapes are actually listed under savory biscuits, not the crackers section, right. which is also on their website. Under the crackers section, Savoy, Jats, stuff like that. Yeah, so we were talking about this before the song, and the people listening just got so into it that we've had calls. Yeah. Bit of a spontaneous question here, but we've got uh, Briny on the line. Welcome to the show. Do you think these are... A- Crackers Wait, or bickies? Or? Firstly, Brian, have you tried the Doritos cracker? I haven't. Oh, okay. So you're just calling up with no previous knowledge. You're just, you're just having a stab in the dark. I love your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my definition of a cracker is in line with the Arnott's website. It's something that needs to be served with something else. So, like, oh. no no one just eats, like, a Savoy or a Jats by itself. You well, put some peas or some, some yeah. dip or something uh, on mm. that. I don't Stop know about you there. That. Yeah, You're talking we... to the two biggest Savoy boys in the country. Um, yes. <laughs> have been known in the past to eat the odd Savoy. Uh, we tried to eat 40 boxes in a day once. Yes, that, that was... was by itself. Yes. Um... Oh, we did have dip accompanying it, though. So you think uh, a, cra- a, a cracker has to be accompanied by a cheese or a dip? Mm. Yep. Or any talk, no. sort of platter. I do like your theory. Would you accompany this with a dip, Lewis? No, this is by itself. It's like a shape. It's a shape. I yeah. wouldn't have it. They're coming into the shape market, and, and it's even similar packaging. Yes, it is. Uh, we've got uh, we've got on the line uh, Morella with Darcy. Is it, is it? What's what's your theory on these crackers, bickies, whatever well, they are? I think they're a biscuit because right. they're not a chip. And they're not a cracker. We didn't even consider that they were a chip. There's so You've many thrown more. another spanner in the works, Morella. We're going to have <laughs> yeah, to go I back, to, go back and, to the theory and figure out what this is. Well, hang on. It can't be a chip because Doritos are chips and this yeah, is different from Doritos. And they're not chips. There's, there's sort of two or five between. It's either a chip or a biscuit. I think it's a biscuit because sh- yeah. shapes are biscuits and this is pretty much a shape. Yeah. It's not a cracker. It's not a cracker. It hardly cracks. It actually crunches. Yeah. Biscuits crunch. That's true. Classic biscuit noise. I'm going to say that it's a biscuit. Have we closed the case, Luke? Uh, Amber, I think we'll go with Amber just to close the case once and for all. Amber, what is it? It's definitely a biscuit. It says on the box of shapes, and you're describing it as like a shape. Yeah. That it shapes biscuits. Yes. Also, if you look at it when you're thinking cracker, you might say a salada biscuit is a cracker, but it says on the box biscuit. Right, I do like I like this theory. I'm going to say there's a biscuit, and the only reason they're calling it a cracker is to stand out from shapes. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, because they Case know they they know that they've just redone a shape, and we're onto your Doritos. Everyone is now, yep. and I would say watch out, watch sales drop. Yep, you're gonna have to do a product recall for false advertising. This yep. is a bicky, not a cracker. Case closed. This is Luke and Lewis, investigative journalists. <laughs> Lewis, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was going to one of my shows uh, with my girlfriend Emily right at the comedy festival. Mate, um, we get it. Okay, you do stand up comedy. Yep. You know, you talk about it every day, multiple times a day on yeah. the show, you're not paying it's for this a great, promotion. It's a great platform. You need to stop plugging. I'm um, right? also, I'm going to Adelaide and Perth in a couple of weeks if you don't even send them along. Mate, this show <laughs> only broadcasts in Melbourne. What are you doing? I know. That's what I mean. Everyone, everyone knows someone from interstate. <laughs> National tour, baby. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Tell your story. All right. So, well, the story evolves. We're, we're going to one of my shows, right? I'm with my girlfriend, Emily, and we're, we're, she's driving in her car and the petrol light is flashing on empty. 
and oh, we've no. left it a bit late to go to the show. We're in a bit of a rush, and it was already flashing by the time she got to my house, yeah. and it's about a 50-minute drive and maybe a little bit more with traffic right from my house to, yeah. to the venue. And um, I was like, oh, it's flashing empty. Let's just quickly pull in to a service station, fill her up. No point in risking. Very reasonable. Yeah, there's no point in missing the show. There's a, they're going to gonna let down a bunch of people if I'm late to the show. Yeah, well, you need to fill up anyway, so you're yeah. saving no time by not doing it. And then she's like, no, 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 I know my car. Don't worry <laughs> about it. And this level of arrogance gets me. That would make me very nervous. Because there's no one who owns a 2002 lime green Mazda 2, <laughs> I was 2007 actually, who knows their car. No, because if you did know the car, you'd be like, that's a lime green Mazda yeah, 2. Yeah, and you wouldn't I'm buy it. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no one who owns that car knows their car that well. What does Emily do for a job? Uh, she's a beauty therapist. Oh, so it's a classic person who would know their car. Yeah, not, so, a, not, not a, a mechanic. Not a mechanic. Mm, right. So the, she kept on going. I was, I was like, no, nah, trust me. I got to the point where I was like, I'll pay for the petrol. Yeah. I don't care. It's not about the money. I just really don't. I can't afford to miss this show. Mm. Otherwise, because it, it, it got to the point where I'm like, if I, we run out of petrol here on the side of the highway, even if we get an Uber, I'm going to be late. Yeah, and that's going to ruin so the show. I'm like, let's just quickly duck in, fill her up, even just put 10, 20 bucks in. That's fine. You don't have to fill her up the whole way. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, harsh economic climate. I feel you, but let's not be flashing on empty on a really important night. But she reckons she's got a no. telekinetic connection with her Mazda. Yes. Right. And the, the part I hated about it was we made it there fine. <laughs> we got there and we also made it home as well. Oh, you made it home too? Yeah. Oh, well, then she obviously does know her no, car. No, I don't think she does. Because I thought it was a fluke. Right. One day it's going to bite her. Because she, she said as well, she was like, oh, um, it, don't worry. It's been flashing for a couple of days now. It's fine. Yeah, that's I'm scary. like, that's not fine. Well, why don't we just test her then? Yeah, right. See After if she the break, let's, she doesn't know we're talking about this. Yeah. I don't think she's listening. Let's call her out of the blue and let's test her. No, does she know her car? We're too busy driving around in her flashing Mazda. Yeah, she's probably stuck on the side of the road right now calling RACB. <laughs> Saving power by turning the radio off. Yeah. All right, we'll call her after the break. It's Luke and Lewis. Lewis, before the break, we were talking about uh, my girlfriend's overconfidence and faith that she has in her car. And in particular, yes. she insists that she knows her car. So yeah. there was a situation where the fuel light was flashing uh, mm-hmm. empty and she went, don't worry about it. We don't need to go fill up. I know my car. And we had about yeah. a 50-minute trip ahead of us, and I was very nervous <laughs> 50 the whole minutes, time. Yeah, so getting flashing at the start of a 50-minute yeah. trip is very dangerous. And really, the only person who knows their car is a mechanic. Yeah, and, and she's not a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> so the car's not a person. You I can't thought, talk to it. Exactly. I thought we'd test it out, right? And I thought we'd surprise call her and... Really find out once and for all and give her a quiz of does Emily know her car? All right. Let's give it a go. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> no way. Hello. Congratulations. You're playing How Well Does Emily Know Her Car? Today's contestant is you, Emily. How you going, Emily? Welcome to today's quiz. Uh, obviously, you claim to know your car. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Congratulations. Well. Welcome to the game. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Well, I know I'm going to crush this. Okay, <laughs> question number one. How many litres of fuel per 100 kilometres is your car capable of? Um, 40. 40? 40 litres? What do you, you just... You didn't 40 even, what? What's 40 what? <laughs> Centimetres? What do you mean? 40 litres? <laughs> 6.5 litres. Very close. Mm. I'm pretty close. <laughs> All, right. All right. Second question, Emily. What is the ANCAP safety rating of your car? How, how many does it go up to? Five. 
like a, like a like star a rating. Five, like out of five stars. How? What's the ANCAP like safety rating? Like a four. Oh, right. good guess. <laughs> did did have to figure out what the rating was out of. Right. So I think that was just a lucky guess. For a bonus point, what is an ANCAP safety rating? What does it stand for? Uh, uh, pass. You've run out of time. Incorrect. And I'm disqualifying you it's from the second the question. the Australasian New Car Assessment Program for those playing <laughs> along at home. Yeah. You've been disqualified uh, from the second question as well because if you don't know number three, you just guess number two. Right. Well, no, we'll, we'll do number three. What is your base recommended fuel for a 2007 Mazda 2, which is your car model? What do you mean? So what's the recommended <laughs> fuel that Mazda recommend for your car? It's a fancy one. No, it's 91 octane. It's the basic one. But Mazda has also given its blessing to use the cheaper E10 blend. Yeah, everyone knows that. So I think we can conclude that you don't know your car and you were running a risk the other night. No, I knew my car. It's no. fine, guys. Well, unfortunately, Emily, you were paying. You were playing for a full tank of petrol. And, yeah, uh, you've lost. So, so you're, you're going to be staying flashing. And, it, for and a it's long gone time. up to 156 today. I saw, so pretty stiff. <laughs> oh well. I'm with my loss. Great. Well, I'll see you later. I guess. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for playing, <laughs> Luke. You have been getting trapped in the work kitchen <laughs> frequently. Well. Any any more than zero is frequently, really. Yeah, it's happened twice. I didn't tell you about one. Oh, it's happened twice? Yeah. Okay, so to explain, guys, we have a kitchen in in the office at the radio station that for some reason, the sensor of the door only works outside. So if you go in and it shuts, it won't open. And there's a sign on the door that says, don't go in here because the door locks behind you and you'll be trapped. It's interesting that you bring up the sign, Luke. Yeah. So you know the sign, you've seen the sign. And yeah. what did you do? Well, I really needed a fork. I was having some pasta at the time. The other kitchens were forkless, mm. and I went searching in this kitchen that is pretty much out of bounds, I think, because the door is... Well, there's a massive sign on it saying, don't, don't go, go in here. here. Yeah. That's out of bounds. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> For good reason. But I was like, well, there, if it's out of bounds, then no one's using the cutlery. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, I bet you I'll be able to find some cutlery in there. Yeah. And then I was, I went in there. There wasn't a fork in there. I yeah. think someone else had moved them. And then I just got trapped. So I went in there for no reason. Yeah. And this was before one of our radio shows. Yeah. I'm sitting there in the studio being like, hmm, ready to do my show with Luke. Mm. Where Where's is Luke? he? And then I had to find you. Well, yeah. And then I called you and went, hey, trapped again. Yeah. Uh, but even worse than that, about 20 minutes after that, our button pusher radio mic got stuck <laughs> in the same place. <laughs> We don't learn. I've I've never got stuck in there because I went to go in there and I was like, oh, giant sign saying, don't go in there, you'll get trapped. I'll be like, I won't go in there, you I'll get trapped. You need to live a little, man. Live well, on the edge of it. Mate, I do think that everyone has a trap story. Yeah. If you have, actually, you know what? If you have a trap story, give us a call. <laughs> Tell us your trap story on 131060. Yeah. I've got one. Um, I actually trapped myself. A while back when I was fourteen. Oh, and you're judging me? Yes. Well, I, I, this is a trap of my own of my own devising for good reason. I was very angry with my mother uh, when I was like fourteen years old. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to trap myself in my own bedroom and not talk to her. So I moved my desk that was really, really heavy in front of the door so that it wouldn't open. Mm. And then I sat in my room for about six hours. And uh, then I got really bored. Yeah, and you realize you have no food in there. You can't yeah. go to the toilet. I couldn't get out. So I climbed out the window because I couldn't move the desk back. It was too heavy. It just got <laughs> stuck there. So I climbed out the window, <laughs> came back into the house, 
Like, and then, and then I expected my mum to be shocked. She didn't even notice. She was like, I just thought you were hanging out in your room. Yeah. Which is not that uncharacteristic of you. She was like, oh, I just thought you were playing video games. <laughs> I was like, nah, I was making a stand, but do you yeah. have a note? Right. So your one was, yeah, you meant it was an intentional trapping. Yes. But See, it didn't one, really work. Just literally two weeks ago, I accidentally trapped myself in my room. The doorknob came off on mm. one side <laughs> and I just had to start yelling. I was like, mom, <laughs> can't get out my room. Yep. Well, you know what, guys? 131060, give us a call. When have you been trapped? If you have an overnight story, please call. Those I'd are the best ones. Like, it. trapped in a mall. Have you been trapped in an elevator? Just yep. give us your trap stories. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. We are asking you guys on 131060, when have you been trapped? Because, Luke, you keep getting trapped in the kitchen at the radio station here. Yeah, well, the door locks behind you, and it does have a big sign on the door that says, don't go in here because the door locks. Mm. But uh, I, sometimes I've needed couple of things in the kitchen and then I've just been in a rush and then and how, I don't, many ti- how many times have you gone in there twice how many times you've been trapped twice mm. 100% of the 100% trap rate <laughs> <laughs> all right well we've got our first caller Katrina from Ferntree Gully when have you been trapped welcome to the show thank you very much um so my very first day working at the Park Hyatt in Melbourne mm. um I is that was- a hotel yeah, it's a hotel. So one of the um, five-star hotels in Melbourne. So it's pretty full on. Right. Um, so I worked in the day spa there as a receptionist. Um, it was my first official day um, without my trainer by myself. And um, there's two towers in the hotel. So the cathedral tower and the park tower. Yep. So I wasn't in the internal area trying to go up the stairwell to the park tower and ended up in cathedral, God knows how. And I couldn't get into the hotel itself. So I was stuck going up and down this stairwell frantically trying to figure out how I could get out for my shift. So you were and, stuck um, in the stairwell when you I were meant to be working. Yeah, exactly. And people, I, I had to, you know, open up the pool and everything like that. So people were waiting for me. See, and, that's yeah, genius. Had, Sometimes yeah. I used to get also stuck at my old job as well. Sometimes I was stuck in the shed and I wouldn't come out for hours. <laughs> <laughs> but were you stuck or stuck? You know? No, I was stuck. And then they couldn't find me um, because they were looking in the wrong places. So eventually, lovely, you know, housekeeper let me in. But um, yeah, I was freaking out. Wow. Brilliant. You know what, Luke? Call Admiral Akbar because... It's a trap! (laughs) Don't give him that, Katrina. (laughs) That's funny. Katrina, you don't have to laugh. (laughs) Thank you, Katrina. I'm glad you appreciate good comedy. Next caller, Corey. Welcome to the show. Wait, some sorry, great comedy. Stop. Is what? this what you were doing in the song? Yes. What a waste of time. Mate, at least I wasn't <laughs> trapped in the kitchen. <laughs> Corey, welcome to the show. When have you been trapped? How you going, guys? Well, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, so um, I, I used to live on this farm and I used to work out there. It's in rural Victoria. Uh, have you heard of Horsham? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so out that way, bum, bum, out nowhere. And um, so... 6am. Thanks, mate, for that. <laughs> Thanks for censoring yourself there. I love it. <laughs> yes. And um, I uh, checked the oil. Um, yeah. I left the bonnet open. So on the way to work, I pulled over and I had a sore tail at the time and it, they always have uh, auto locking problems. Yeah. So I hopped out of the car, left the car running, shut the doors what? and the car locked. So you didn't get trapped in the car? I got trapped out of it. So you just got trapped in Horsham? <laughs> no, I got trapped out nowhere. Oh, so so you were just... No, no traffic, no cars, See, no one to help me. Don't play no. the sound effect unless you've got Admiral Akbar saying, it's a stranded, because it's not a trap. 
you're not trapped in anywhere. You're you're trapped outside of the car. So you're trapped everywhere but your car. Yeah. Well, there's no, no there was no, no houses around, no towns around. Some would argue that's free. <laughs> that's freedom. <laughs> freedom. So I had to go to an old fence and get some wire. Yeah. And stick the wire in, in through the door seal to open the door handle, get it out. It took me oh. two and a half hours to do that. And did you get back in the car? I did eventually. So once you were back in the car, you would have had to call Admiral Akbar because it's a trap. <laughs> See, Corey, Corey reacted appropriately to your Star Wars oh, I'm disappointed reference. Disappointed that you didn't find that hilarious, Corey. <laughs> Expected better from you, I know, mate. Corey. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Luke and Lewis. See Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Who doesn't love a good middle? Yep. <laughs> I'll meet you there sometime. <laughs> All right, Lewis. Brilliant, yep. Yeah, that wasn't brilliant. <laughs> All right. I'm taking that on board. You need to set a higher standard yeah. of coming back from a song. If that is brilliant, then God oh. almighty. Well, we'll see what direction the next song is about, and I'll try it again. Yeah, try and, you know, yeah that's the thing. Improve, look, if you can't improve on that, <laughs> then I'll be... God help Challenge the show. accepted. Okay. Lewis. Yes? Bachelor in Paradise is starts again tonight. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? No. Yeah. <laughs> now... Been a big week. There was four episodes this week, and I'm mm-hmm. about to catch you up on some of my favourite moments. One thing that I can't get over while watching Bachelor in Paradise, right? It's yeah. my favourite show, but one thing I can't get over is just how bored they all are. Well, from your catch-ups, it seems like there's no real competition. Like, no one's working towards anything. There's really no point to the show. Yeah. so It's, it's incredible, and I, and I don't know why I still watch it, because I know that, but I, it fascinates me. Mm. They all just sit in a resort, and they kind of mingle, and some are in couples, some are yeah. single. They kind of go out on dates. When I say dates, they're very cheap. Like, Channel 10's financial situation is highlighted evidently by oh date card and then it's like m- cooking marshmallows on a fire Gee, like, <laughs> I wonder why they're having financial problems yeah. <laughs> right so the, the date card the, the standard isn't high on the show right mm-hmm. so they're all just bored sitting around this resort in Fiji yeah. and their boredom oh, was souls. really highlighted uh, there was a moment in the show mm-hmm. uh, during the week where Jared who we know fan favourite of the show mm-hmm. he went to cheers Apollo uh, another guy on the show, like they, they I went thought to, you meant he went to Cheers Apollo shirt, but Apollo is his name. Yes, right. Continue. They cheers their drinks, right? Yes. <laughs> they clinked them, and instead of clinking it, yeah. he kind of uh, Jared accidentally dunked his drink like an Oreo. In, oh, went over the top in Apollo's drink, and right. they kind of went, "Oh, bit of a mix up there." We mucked up the Cheers, <laughs> yeah, and then. <laughs> I think everyone's finding this polo joke way too funny. Yes. Wasn't that good? That was that was marginally a little bit worse oh, no. than the middle. As Don't well. worry, no one listening is also abused. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you. Right. All right. Okay. <laughs> um so they muck up this cheers, right? Yeah. And they were way too amused. Here was the here's their reaction mm. when they muck cheers, up boys. the cheers. Cheers, gents. Cheers, you know what? <laughs> Is that the new way to cheers people? I was coming around. Did you do a three-way one? Yeah. Jeez, it sounds like someone just made a polo joke. <laughs> They're losing their minds at how, how hilarious that is. No, that's pretty crazy though. They they definitely found it way funny. That's not than funny. No, like them as someone cheersing accidentally mistiming a cheers mm. is like a more of a oh whoops we'll try that again maybe. Yeah, it's not. Or a- it's definitely not. Let's laugh for ten seconds and then I'll 
laugh well, about how great that moment was together. That proves how boring it is the rest of the time because they're filmed 24-7 and yeah. that was a highlight. The I, editors were like, oh, something happened. Yeah, yeah, that made the cut of the show. <laughs> and another... And uh, the cut of ours. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't say much for our show, huh? That'd be all the right. polo jokes. And another thing yeah. that really, again, brought, highlighted the fact of how bored everyone is. The host, Osher Gunsberg, of the show, whenever he comes into the resort, everyone just loses their minds. Osher's here. <laughs> Osher! 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 Hello! Osher! Good afternoon! What's he doing here? What's he doing here? <laughs> Mate, Osha hosts the show. <laughs> well, where else would he be? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What Osha, you're doing here? What are you doing, man? Yeah. That'd be that'd be an acceptable response if Arnold Schwarzenegger showed up. Yeah, because that hey, would be what, what are you? That doing would be here? unexpected. Yeah, but if Osha walks in, hey, mate, just means there's a rose ceremony coming up. There's one each episode. Calm yeah. down. Do you reckon okay? that happens every time he walks into a room? Mate, I wish that's the best entrance. I wish I could walk into a room and get the same level of respect that Osha Gunsberg gets on The Bachelor. Well, you know what, Matt? We can do that for you. There's three people in this room other than you. There's me, there's Radio Micah, but... Can we do this? Producer James. I've yeah. always wanted to experience just, what it's like to be Osha Gunsberg. Let's do it. Take your headphones Hang on. I'll make my, out of the room. Try, I'll just make my fringe perfect. <laughs> Hang on. Mm. I'm trying to channel my inner Osha. All right, yeah. so I'll leave the studio. Yeah. And, and come then when I come in... And if your hair's good enough, we'll just go nuts. Great. All right. He's leaving the studio. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Okay. And re-enter. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm actually also on the show. <laughs> oh, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, brilliant. It's time for this. Flip it. Flip it good. Flip it. Win a coin. That's right. It's time for Luke and Lewis's flip coin. Not it, to be confused yep. with the Fox's hit coin. Very yes. different things. The Similar station, uh, you might have heard it, runs a promo about uh, where you call up during the day, uh, you hear a hit, and then you can win some coin. The problem with this is uh, they don't actually give out coins. They no. just transfer the money to your bank account, and you can win anywhere from $100 to $1,000. Yeah. Uh, but we don't offer that. We no. offer a genuine, real coin. We will mm-hmm. send a coin out to your address, uh, to your house. You will be sent a coin in the mail. Yes, um, we'll any, post it to you. Anywhere. It costs more to post the coin to yes. you than the actual coin itself, <laughs> but we're prepared to spend that money to give you guys the big prize. So you can win anywhere from $0.05 cents to $2 here. We flip mm-hmm. a coin, heads or tails, and then there may be... Oh, look, we don't usually do this. We've done it only once before. I'm going to say today there's a chance of double or nothing as well. Oh. I'm going to throw it out there. This is big, guys. Yep. So jackpot round. 131060, give us a call if you would like to win the opportunity to win a coin. <laughs> yes, so if you haven't heard the Hitcoin promo, it goes like this. Fox FM's Hitcoin. Hear the hit and win some serious coin. In 15 minutes. Mm. On the Fox. That so instead, is not happening. Well, no. <laughs> instead of winning serious coin... Win a real coin. Yes. Even more serious than that. And the phone boards are lighting up. Every time we do this. Every time we play this game, people just want to win a coin. So 131060, give us a call if you would like the opportunity to win a coin. If you guess correctly, you could be walking home. 50 cents. And also today I have uh, an ingenious way, a new way of flipping the coin. I'll surprise that on you next. This is big. Luke and Lewis (laughs) on the Fox. Luke and Lewis on the box. <laughs>
today we're doing this. Flip it. Flip it good. Flip it. Win a coin. What just happened? I don't know. I was just going off. I'm just vibing with the music. You're not doing it well. There was a lot of humming going on in that one. I thought I would join in. But more importantly, we're playing Luke and Lewis's flip coin. Not to be confused with Fox's hit coin. Very different competition. This is a game where we flip a coin. You have have the opportunity, if it's heads or tails, if you guess it right, you could win anywhere from five cents to two dollars. Today, we've come in awfully unprepared. We opened our wallets just then. We were only have a 20 cent, 50 cent and one dollar coin in play today. Well those are the bigger coins. Generally yeah. we just gamble on collectively all of us having enough coins to have the full Usually set. Usually people win a five cent coin. But, but today. Not even up for grabs today. So you're playing for the big bucks. High stakes. So welcome our first contestant Raz to the show from Cranburn. Why do you want to win a coin tonight? Bro I want a coffee. You want a coffee, right? Yeah Raz. For that two dollar I'll go straight down to seven eleven. Put up a nice cappuccino. We'll and be on. Aren't 7-Eleven coffees $1? So you're going to have $1 to spare. Get two. Oh, you're absolutely Get two, right. Raz. Treat yourself. I love I'm Raz. I'm going to go to date tonight anyway, so I might take her a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she might have a coffee. Do you reckon, not boys? dead. Yeah, I, re- I love it, Raz. I'm raised up. Let's do it. Right. Heads or tails, mate? No, no, wait, oh, wait, wait. Take we need tails. to draw out what you're playing for first, oh, Raz, right. all right? Okay. You're playing okay. for... Oh, I'm playing for Coffee. 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 That's so right, therefore, well, you mate. might get. Then. So you won't be able to get a date. Your coffee. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to actually shout her that one, mate. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's, also let's for your pain. Let's go all right, Raz. Right. Heads or tails. By mate. the way, before we get into it, I forgot to describe. I have a new flipping mechanism today. Do you guys remember the old high school or more primary school method of glue stick and ruler? Uh, where yes. you catapult things up into the air. Yeah. Right, oh, well, I've got a ruler. We're ready to go. I'm loading the coin up on the end of the ruler right now. And you tell me when you want me to give it a smack, Raz. All right, all right. We'll do a countdown. Yeah, and heads or tails, Three. Mate. Oh, wait, heads or tails? Oh, tails, brother. Tails, tails all right. Tails. All right, all right let's countdown. Three, two, one, go. Bombs away. Oh, okay. Pick it up. Luke's picking it up. He has to go and find it. Right under the desk. What is it? What did you say, Raz? He said tails. I said tails. Tell me it's tails. It's tails. You've got that coin! Congratulations, oh, man. 7-Eleven have gained a customer and you have gained a coin. Must feel great. Oh, Thank you so much. I can't wait to go get that. Hey, no mate, worries, it's quite Raz. literally the least we could do. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate, you did say you have a date tonight. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't think you've factored in shipping time because we do have to post it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you might have to no. reschedule that date, Raz. I'll, I'll explain what you just said to me to her and we should be all right. All right, <laughs> ma'am. You do <laughs> that. mate. Enjoy your dollar. I'm Thanks feeling one more. I think we do one more. All right, all right. We'll do one more. Meg, welcome to the show. Why do you want to win a coin tonight? I want to go to the pokies. <laughs> Not something we encourage, but each to their own. Double she wants, her money. She's trying to double her money. I, I like the hustle. Do so. the pokies take 20 cent and 50 cent coins? Nah, but I'll just get changed over. I'll have to lend some money off my mum and right. then go down and get changed over. We might be enabling something very dangerous here re- tonight. Is this responsible <laughs> flip coining? I don't think this is... Anyway, we're doing it. <laughs> Heads or tails, Meg? Heads. You're playing for 50 cents, by the way. That's what I picked out. Ooh. Heads? All right, you let me know when you want me to smack this ruler down and I'll flip that coin, Meg. <laughs> All right, ready? Go. Whoa, it's a big launch. That one Sorry, went Meg, almost space. just hit me in the head. I just got to pick it up before. <laughs> All right, picking it up. What is it, Luke? What did Meg say? W- were you heads, heads or tails, Meg? Heads. Meg. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've won that coin! Oh! How do you feel, Good luck mate? at the pokies. I'm, I'm, I'm going to win at the pokies. She's already on the way down to the RSL. <laughs> Someone's going to fund that operation. Yeah. All right, thanks for calling, Meg. That Thank was Luke you. and Lewis's flip coin. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. And not holding back tonight. Oh, okay. So I did you, it better than you. Really? Yep. Mike, was that better than better than me? Uh, it definitely was. Yep. <laughs> I've been defeated. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll try harder next show, yep. depending good. on the song. Mm. <laughs> or just give it a rest. I've, I rest my case. You're not good at it, and I win. <laughs> All right, I quit. All right, so uh, after the break, Lewis, mm-hmm. Tony Hawk causing a stir on social media. Mm. Yeah. Yes. He's kick-flipping his way into our feeds. <laughs> I love it. We're going to be talking about that. No, that was generous. (laughs) Lewis, uh, Tony Hawk has caused a stir on Twitter during Mm. the week. Uh, He's had some, well, not really. He's kind of made his own controversy. Uh, I was about to say, well, he's talking about this. No one else is. Yeah. Okay. And now we are. Okay, brilliant. Well, hopefully we'll cause this controversy. Yes. We're getting these waves We're going. at the forefront of Tony Hawk-related controversy. That's what, that's what we guarantee. Aside from him. He broke it first. Okay. We're breaking it to you guys now. So he's at the forefront, we're just at the front. Close second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's so the controversy? He tweeted the other day, uh, he said, a woman on a plane retrieving her luggage in the overhead. Whose skateboard is this? This is the woman speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's blocking my bag. And then he said, that's mine. You can pass it here. And she said, it's yours. You ride it? Question mark. And he said, yes. And she said, are you any good at it? <laughs> and then he, he said, sometimes. And then her, and then in, in little asterisk, it says, cackles manically, exits plane. Right. So this lady has had a laugh at him for riding a skateboard. She didn't know who Tony Hawk was, obviously. Mm. She didn't recognize him. Um, well, I'm if you don't know, Tony Hawk, best skateboarder, arguably the best skateboarder in the yeah, world. Yeah, but I'm going to say fair enough, because how old is Tony Hawk? 49. Yes. I he, agree with her. If you saw a 49-year-old man with a skateboard... That's hysterical. Especially trying to squeeze it into your overhead luggage. Like, just why are you taking it around with you? Well, you know what? If Leave your skateboard is so important, why don't you just skateboard wherever you go instead of taking the plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think she has a point because I think there is an age limit on things. Like, once you hit a certain age, whatever you yeah. used to do gets kind of lame. Like, Well, well th- I, this actually happened during the I saw a guy on a skateboard. He was mm. crossing the road in yeah. front of me, and I just I laughed. I went, look at this guy. He was about 40. Yeah. Like, stop holding on to this, man. It's done. A, it finished in the 90s, all yeah. right? Even if it was rollerblading, I would have been, like, a little bit more respect. Not yeah. much. Yeah, <laughs> not much, though. Yeah, well, you know, like, living with your parents, that's got an age limit on it, doesn't yep. it? Yep, and I'm almost nearing at the end of that now. You I'm definitely well, are. I'm well past. I'm 24, and I still yeah. live there. I, I hit that. I've, I've sped past that limit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would just say, Kentucky trips, mm. if you're not in your 20s, just... Book a hotel. Get sunburnt somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't hit Europe so quickly. Don't yeah. do a country a day. Have three days in Paris. Take your time. Mm. I'd say that there's a reverse age limit on talkback radio. Like if you're under 84, you can't get in the building. <laughs> 84. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it. <laughs> there's also a, a reverse limit on listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Sour straps. Yeah. Like some food even. Over Eight. 10, you don't have a sour <laughs> If you're eating a TNT sour and a sunny boy and you're over 10 years old, 
Some take a real damn hard look at yourself. Uh, big age limit too. Having a high school crush that gets a bit weird past eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Luke and Lewis. Uh, Luke, I went to the Halsey concert last night with my girlfriend. Yep. Yes, uh, she's uh, behind this classic song. Not very good at love, very good at singing. Yes. So uh, we thought we'd attend the singing, not being in a relationship with her. Yeah, taken. Went there with my girlfriend. Not interested in opening that one up. I, I don't think she is either, mate. <laughs> Just saying, if she's looking, <laughs> I'm not interested. Uh, so we went to the Halsey concert, and it was amazing. She can really sing. It was really theatrical. The The stage was incredible. There was fire. There was dances. It was a really, really good show. But every time she talked, like, she would... She, at points, she would... Obviously, it was in the set list to just all the music off. And she she's in an arena, and she's just talking and pretending like it's an intimate thing. I don't like when artists do that. It's no. like, this isn't a TED Talk, it's a concert. Yeah. I didn't come here for you, like, to be inspired. I came here to mm. just sing and dance, really. Like, do it once, thank me for coming, make me feel nice, yep. and then get on with the job. But there was one part in, in the concert where she was just saying some really weird stuff, and she was, the way she was saying it, too, she was just putting massive, unnecessary pauses in between everything she was saying. Like this is what this is one thing that she said. This is a direct quote. She was saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I am here to tell you that you are a baby." What? And the whole audience who was going nuts up until that point, everyone's <laughs> like, "That you, woo, ah, yeah, a baby." Um, <laughs> clarification, please. That's just condescending. Yeah. Was anyone in a cot? I didn't see any babies there, and you know what? So she wasn't referring to a particular baby in the crowd. It was an 18-plus event. Well, yeah, because I was going, that's irresponsible parenting, taking a baby to a live concert. There were no babies there, but um, she explained So weird how she's confused. No, she did explain (laughs) it. She said, you are a baby because sometimes you are fragile. You need a hug, and you need someone to tell you that everything's going to be... Okay. I just felt, listen up, champ. You don't know anything about me, okay? This is a purely one-way relationship. This isn't reciprocated, okay? I've paid to see you, to see you sing. I haven't paid to see this. You don't know anything about me. Stop telling me that I'm fragile. You know what? Just now, a bit defensive. Like, I don't know. Are, are you actually a baby? <laughs> oh, I'm have, pretty, have you, have you, are you a baby I'm, and you've just been hiding it this whole time? feeling pretty fragile right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's all right. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs>